With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Monday. We are live in Los Angeles. It's the herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong. Plenty of both. We're stacked today. J Mac, I know it was disappointing. You went to Vegas, I saw your seats. You were near the end zone where the Jets don't end up very often, so you probably should have been near the middle of the field because they're around the middle of the field the whole game. Yeah, they have a club in the end zone there. Wynn puts it on amazing, got hooked up. It was incredible, my brother and I, except that the Jets did not win the football game. A um, lot of Jets fans in Vegas. Of course. But it was a disappointing uh, end to the, to the game. Well, let's start our Monday show with this. When healthy, and that matters, let's be fair, when healthy, the San Francisco 49ers are easily the best team in the league. No, I mean easily. They destroyed a Jags team that was vying for the number one spot in the AFC, the better conference, and was on a five-game winning streak. It was not physically competitive. That Cowboy team that was so remarkable yesterday, they embarrassed it. They physically humiliated it. They destroyed a Steelers team that's beaten the Ravens and the Browns. I like Philly, but Philly wins by wearing you down. I like the Lions, but they outscore you. And there's Dallas, who's remarkable against bad teams at home. The Niners win anywhere, everywhere when they're healthy. Anywhere, everywhere, and it often looks like this. 
Even the good teams in this league, like, you know, the Ravens, uh, Browns, they have fighting styles. They need certain things to be in order. San Francisco doesn't. They just have to be healthy. That's it. They can beat you with sacks and pressure. They can beat you with clever coaching. They can beat you with weapons. They can run it. They can pass it. Debo was back. Trent Williams was back, along with Kittle, Christian McCaffrey. They add Chase Young. You got Kyle Shanahan writing the beautiful music. You have all the talented players as the artists and musicians. And all Brock Purdy has to really do is just conduct it. It wasn't making terribly difficult throws yesterday. Brock Purdy, now with his Hall of Fame left tackle, now with a full complement of weapons, they're finally healthy. That thing was unbelievable. They have so much talent everywhere. To me, they have a pro bowler in every unit. And that's not an opinion. Wide receiver, they do. Offensive line, they do. Running back, they do. Linebacker, they do. Safety, they do. They got Hall of Famers everywhere. Philadelphia is good, but there's a certain style to the way they win. They kind of win ugly. It's nothing but beautiful for San Francisco. And then they added Chase Young. And they've done this. They have loaded up on the defensive line, which was already really good and now healthy. And now they added Chase Young. And here's George Kittle after the W. I like having Chase Young on my football team. It's very fun. He's massive. Look at him over there. He just eats like a different human being, too. It's crazy. Um, excited about that. Um, he's going to do great for us. Just looking forward to seeing him go out there. He's going to look great in that 92. And I saw it's crazy seeing Young on the back of a Niners jersey again. It's kind of cool. Again, everybody has something they need to win. San Francisco just has to be healthy. Trent Williams back, Debo back. Jacksonville's good. Jacksonville's really, really good. That wasn't even competitive. It didn't look like it was the same sport. Jacksonville was intimidated. Dallas looked intimidated. Pittsburgh unraveled, looked intimidated. Those are talented teams. They don't need a style. They just need to be healthy. They were. It was ugly. So it's interesting. Um, I'm not a big stats guy. I'm not a big Emmy award winning guy. Are you good when the red light's on? Are you good in the fourth quarter? I really don't care about stats. I'm not into it. I don't play fantasy football. Not interested. Are you good late? So you look at the Jets' loss to the Raiders, passing first downs. Oh, Zach Wilson at 11. Third down. Oh, pretty good. Third down. Oh, 260 passing yards. Six yards a pass. But two things. When you have a franchise quarterback and you need a big play late, they deliver. They don't always have to win. Justin Herbert delivered yesterday. Lost. Joe Burrow, ball was dropped, lost. But I watched Jared Goff, fourth quarter. They needed a touchdown. C.J. Stroud, fourth quarter. They needed a touchdown. Kyler Murray, they needed a touchdown. Even Geno Smith, who I don't love, best drive of the game. Fourth quarter, they needed a touchdown. All delivered. You don't have to be Mahomes. I don't love Geno Smith. But Zach Wilson, neat box score, seven giveaways in the fourth quarter, most in the league. Last 21 quarters, one touchdown. Both Mac Jones and Zach Wilson had their moments, but when you needed a big play, they made a big boneheaded mistake. The second thing is, all the Raiders cared about in that game was stopping Brees Hall. They didn't give a rip to give up yards 
They didn't care about giving up first downs to Zach Wilson. In big moments, I need big plays. That's a defining trait of quarterback. Zach Wilson delivered a big mistake. Again, I don't need you to win them all. Burrow lost yesterday, but that's because Boyd dropped the touchdown. Herbert lost yesterday. That's because he needs a new head coach. I don't expect you to win them all, but you got to deliver. That's the difference. How are you trailing? How are you in big moments? Nobody cares about that super-duper first down in the first quarter. Nobody cares. I don't even care if you throw a pick in the first quarter because I have another nine drives to overcome it. But on that last drive, on that most important drive in the fourth quarter, that's the last time I may have the ball. Mac Jones, that's it. That's the drive. That's the moment. That's why I don't care about stats. When did they come? Go look at C.J. Stroud's numbers. They're great late. Zach Wilson's box score, fancy, awful late. Who cares about total numbers? I said it last week. When you have the wrong quarterback, when you miss in a quarterback, it is quicksand. It pulls everybody down. And this morning, a very capable head coach, Robert Sala, they want him out. Dude, all he coaches is the defense. That's, all, that's what Belichick did to get six rings. Belichick did no offense. Andy Reid doesn't worry about the defense. Sean Payton's not about the defense. A coach has an expertise and a side of the ball. Robert Sala's side of the ball is excellent. But when you have the wrong quarterback, it is quicksand. It pulls everybody down. Now the GM's feeling the stress. Everybody wants Robert Sala out. This is what it does. You know, in the economy, there's an old saying, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. For a presidential candidate or for a president, keep it simple, stupid. It's about the economy. That's what 90% of Americans, myself included, care about. Not about socials this, social that. What's the economy like? For my kids, for my family, for my retirement, what's the economy like? And in the NFL, it's the same thing. It's the quarterback, stupid. It's all about the quarterback. It's, it, it's even if you're Burrow and Herbert and don't win yesterday, they give you a shot. I don't care about any of the numbers yesterday. When they needed Zach Wilson to make a play, he didn't. When the Patriots needed Mac Jones to make a play, he didn't. Here's Robert Sala, currently now, according to Jet fans, should be fired after. I thought he did all right. You know, there's uh, obviously a couple plays that I'm sure he wants back. Um, I thought the linebacker made an, an unbelievable play on that uh, on the interception. Um, I thought he moved around the pocket well. I thought he picked up some good yards with his legs. Um, we were converting third downs. Um, at the, I think it was the best rate we're, we've been converting them. And, uh, you know, to give a full assessment on Zach, I think, I think it'd be fair for, to, to ask for everyone around him to play a little bit better. Yes, there are no perfect Sundays. The Detroit Lions defense did not play very good yesterday. But Jared Goff put the team on his back and delivered touchdown after touchdown. Nobody plays perfectly. By the way, C.J. Stroud, Houston Texans. They should have lost. Receiver dropped the ball in the end zone. But he was given another opportunity. And he carried a team that didn't play perfect football. How many times does a team have no penalties? The average in the NFL is about six penalties. Everybody drops an interception. Everybody has two to three drops. Patrick Mahomes has had more drop passes than any quarterback in the league last couple of years. There are no perfect football games. That's why you need the guy. And nobody cares. I don't care what he does in the first half. 
unless it's five or six picks. Even Trevor Lawrence against the Chargers in the playoffs last year overcame a dreadful first half. But on those final two drives of a game, often just the final drive, do you deliver? Zach Wilson, go ahead, defend him this morning. Go to the fourth quarter. Look at those numbers. That's the reality. When you make a catch, when you drop a ball, when you throw a pick, when you scramble for a first down. Geno Smith yesterday, best drive, last one. Jared Goff, great late. C.J. Stroud, Mack and Zach, not it. Don't care about scores. Don't, don't care about stats. Don't care. Not interested. What do you deliver late? Zach doesn't. He'd be gone. I would sit him. I would move because I think you lose locker rooms. I would go with somebody else at this point. No excuses. You're losing the locker room. Stop saying, well, we could have done this better, that better. Every team in the league that won yesterday, the teams that won could have done stuff better. C.J. Stroud threw a pick. They had guys open in the end zone for Cincinnati late that dropped it. There are no perfect football games or teams. Even the Niners made mistakes. But you got to have the guy who delivers late to overcome the little stuff. I use that word all the time. Overcoming. C.J. Stroud overcame. Overcame some Texans' mistakes. Geno Smith, Seahawks gave up a touchdown late to the Commanders. Overcame it to drive his team down for the win. All right, J-Mac. Uh, so you just flew in, watched game, flew out. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at you trying to get a rise out of me early in the show going after the Jets. First of all, he's the backup quarterback, Cowherd. He's the backup. I want like, the backup to the backup. Okay, well, blame the GM for not going to get Josh Dobbs. Should have given up a fourth-round pick, got Josh Dobbs. He's making plays. Beat yeah. the Saints yesterday. I almost... I'm a little worked up today, so uh, I'm going <laughs> to dial it down. I'm going to I'm gonna chill out uh, on a little bit of sleep. But last night was fun. I mean, it, it was a scene in Vegas. Um, you know the Jets outplayed the Raiders. I just put that out there. Mm. Better on third down, yeah. more yards, more mm. yards per play. Mm. I mean, Zach Wilson was not awful. He just threw the red zone pick. Like, they were the better side yesterday. They were the better team than the Raiders. They just lost it, another one. It hurts. Man. Quite a Quite a high bar you've set. You were better than the Raiders. That's quite a... Raiders were in the playoff picture in the, in the wacky AFC. Boy, heard hierarchy, huh? What's going on up there? I like to see the Jets win. I'm, I'm maybe the only person in this studio, but the Raiders are a huge brand. They're fun. They're rebels. I kind of like to see the Raiders win. I think they have a lot of good I really think the Raiders have good players. They haven't had leadership, but I think the Raiders have some good players. It's not like Aiden O'Connell was any good last night. By the way, um, I don't know if I'll survive this show uh, if the Jets miss the playoffs, and they probably will. I don't even know if I'll be back next season. You might get rid of me if I uh, yeah. get a little rap because Salah's got to go, bro. He's got to go. No, it's not the issue. It's, I'm telling you, it's quicksand. Quarterback misses, it's quicksand. Everybody gets fired. Aren't you the guy who preaches, get me an offensive coach? I don't care how good the defense is. They're once, not winning, Once Colin. you whiffed on Wilson, then you reach for Aaron. You hire an OC to appease him. You sign Dalvin yeah. Cook to appease him. You sign Randall Cobb to appease none him. None of it works. You si- none of it works. Get an offensive coach. All of it. Because you whiffed on the number two pick. It's quicksand. So then you have to appeal to Aaron and his OC and his receivers that can't catch. I mean, by the way, Aaron Rodgers is some of this. You could have spent money in other places Lamar. other than Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard. Both of those guys, you, give me a break. That's all, uh, Hackett. Why is Hackett there? Because you're appeasing yeah. to Aaron. This is not the NBA. Yeah. Get guys that can play. I'm not interested in your buddies being on the staff. How about Jim Harbaugh? Would he be a good fit in New York? 
Write a check, Woody. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening well the cowboys rolled and i am a creature of habit i eat two or three things for the breakfast every day you know i'm I'm a creature of habit i work out at about the same time every day if i'm going to take a nap it's about the same time every day i am a creature of habit i like predictable so i should love the cowboys they are the most predictable team in the national football league they are so mike tyson it hurts they'll intimidate flaunt crush humiliate weak fighters the New York Giants on a third quarterback. Eventually, though, like Tyson, lack of attention to detail will hurt him in the big fights against the better fighters. But Dallas at home against bad teams and rebuilding teams, they're like a college team. It's like Bama against Citadel. They just dominate. Dak's numbers at home are insane this year. He has 124 passer rating. He's completing like 79% of his throws. He's a Bama quarterback against an out-of-conference opponent at home. But this morning, Dallas would be a number six seed in the NFC playoffs. And they would go to San Francisco. And it wouldn't look like this. Or they'd go to Detroit. Or Seattle. Or Philly. And it wouldn't look like this. All six wins this year have come over losing teams. Rebuilding teams. Bad teams. They have crushed the Giants twice. And that was Mike Tyson. Could never beat Holyfield or Lennox Lewis, but he was like 50-0 and 0 against tomato cans. And because of that, Tyson was wildly popular. Enigmatic, polarizing, not for everybody, but man, he could sell a fight. Because when he was on, it was fascinating. 
But did I learn anything? Did you learn anything about the Cowboys yesterday? This is who they are. It's the easiest money in the league. I bet them to not cover against Philly. I bet them to cover yesterday. I bet them to cover against the Rams. They are creatures of habit, and their habit is to hammer bad teams. And they'll hammer Carolina, I imagine, next week. But then about week 12, week 13, it gets very interesting. Washington, Seattle, Philly, at Buffalo, Miami, Detroit, at Washington. Washington's a tough out. They may beat them, but twice, Washington could win one of those games. So today is a day for Dak fanboys. When they sit up there and they go, this is why you got to give them an extension. Oh, that would be so silly. You don't give quarterbacks an extension after they just beat the worst team in the league. You give him an extension if he goes 4-1 and one at Buffalo, at Miami, Seattle, and then wins a playoff game on the road. Then we can talk extension. But I've seen this movie before. <laughs> I've seen this movie before. So today, be joyful, Jerry Jones. You got your quarterback. Our quarterback uh, is uh, playing at a, a, a level uh, that allows us to uh, really uh, do what uh, Mike wants to do, what Schottenheimer wants to do, and uh, I think you're seeing that. You're seeing the result of a lot of practice, a lot of reps, uh, seeing the result of uh, a lot of guys figuring it out with each other, uh, and certainly uh, in Dak's case, uh, taking advantage of that. Hey, Dak's having a super year, but we're also seeing in this sport and it's becoming crystal clear, it's easier to predict than ever. Not just against the point spread, but the best quarterback pretty much winning every conference. There's a huge gap now between the best quarterbacks and the average, the bad quarterbacks, and the Giants are on their third quarterback. So he's not even a backup. So again, football, week 10, week 11, week 12, what are we learning? I would say this morning on Dallas, Absolutely nothing. J-Mac with the news. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. They got Carolina this week. They're huge favorites again. Let me guess. Because they just beat the Giants like, is it at home or away? They're in Carolina. That should be noted. Okay, I would say Dallas is a nine and a half point favorite. No, you got to go higher than that. 11 and a half. I think that's what I saw. I'm trying to call it up now on the internet slow, but I think it was 11 and a half right before the show. It was like... Yeah, you kind of got to lay it. I know they didn't cover against Arizona, but that was early in the year. Remember they lost outright to... I would, yeah, I would I would, I would take... Dobbs. I would take Dallas. Would, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get started here. Kyler Murray, your guy, huh? Kyler Murray, back from the ACL. Hey! Hey, man, listen, he, he was clutch when it mattered. End of the first half, they needed a touchdown down big. End of the game, needed a drive, and Kyler Murray delivered 249 yards, passing, rushed for 33 yards, had a huge... Here it is, if you're watching at home... Third and ten scamper, and yeah, this yeah. is the Kyler you Murray go, we remembered. Yeah, go ahead. You dra- you draft Drake May, who's chopping oh, it gosh, up in the A, C, and C. I'll take Kyler Murray, baby. They, they snap a six-game losing streak. But honestly, watching this, I'm like, oh, Arizona, they shouldn't want to win games. They should want to draft high. But win. Kyler Murray wants to win games. He um, wants he wants to stay there. He doesn't want to go Well, anywhere. yeah, it's like Chicago. Justin Fields and Matt Eberflus want to win games, so they yeah. will. You know, so, I, th- I think New England right now is going to play Bailey Zappi. They don't want him to win any more games. Well, there's two teams, New England and the uh, New York Giants <laughs> with DeVito. But uh, quick thought, um, 
Arizona, is, Kyler Murray's probably going to play them out of the number one pick. Probably yeah. play them out of the number Ab- two pick. Oh, no, no. He's going to win. They'll win two or three games. Because, by the way, that's his first performance. He should get better with time. Yeah. I mean, God, that kid hasn't played in forever. Yeah. Good to see him back out there. Listen, he's dangerous when he's running he's around. Now, to watch. I don't know how much you want him just scrambling now, for his life. But do you want Eric, do you want Atlanta's coach fired? Okay, up? here we go. Here we go. What are you reading my notes here? No, Arthur Smith was awful. Okay, that's exactly what I have. Colin, <laughs> hold on. This Cardinals pass defense is a joke. Everyone has lit them up all season. Yeah. Atlanta was 12 of 21 for 70 yards passing. So it's the quarterback. No, Taylor Heineke got hurt, and then Desmond Ritter came in and had like a late drive. It's the play calling. They led for much of this game, and Arthur Smith coached not to lose. He kept running the ball into the line of scrimmage. Like, dude. Mean, so he didn't trust Desmond Ritter on the road late? Would well, you? I mean, you have to. You don't have a choice. Ritter had a good drive late in the game to give him the lead, but it was the, the second and third quarters. They're just like, hey, we don't want to screw this up, Taylor Heineke. Let's not throw the football. Like, again, that's, that's very Jets. Well, like, again, what do the Jets in Atlanta have in common? Quarterbacks that when you push them and ask them to do big things, make big mistakes. So these coaches, Arthur Smith is more than competent. Robert Sala is more than competent. They have average to below average quarterbacks. They coach a certain style not to put that average quarterback in the headlights. And then we all go, that's eh, really conservative play calling. Well, what do you want to do with Desmond Ritter? Just let it go like Herbert or C.J. Stroud so, and say, so, let it rip, kid. So you're good with 3.9 yards per I, play. Hey, let's I be safe Robert and conservative Sala, and let's try to win the I game. I think Robert Sala is very good and capable, and I think Arthur Smith is capable. Okay. Once you, By the way, so Taylor Heineke is a backup to Desmond Ritter. What would your game plan be? That's a backup to Desmond Ritter. Rip it and rip it, baby. Colin, you are a businessman. <laughs> no, I'm when not. When have you ever coached scared running your business, running your life? You you have to I, stay aggressive and on I'm the offensive. I'm scared talking on the air today. I live oh, in fear. Oh, please. Yeah, right. Look at, see? You see that? See what he's doing, everybody? You, you got you to gotta stay aggressive. Like, you coach like this, you, you're you, going to lose games? You, you, you want every coach fired. I don't want them fired. They're getting you, fired. Wait till we get to Brandon Staley later in the show, well, huh? He, but, but the but defensive he, coach gives up 6 million yards to the Lions. When like, I think about firing a coach, the first thing I asked is, well, who's his quarterback? It's amazing how average Belichick looks now. When you have a terrible quarterback, Andy yeah. Reid is a historic outlier. Where he often had average quarterbacks and would, like, win playoff games. Hey, Tom, That's a on. total exception I'm to the getting rule. a phone. Josh Dobbs, who just arrived in the facility, and we're winning games. Well, you and I both like Josh Dobbs a lot more well, than Kev- most people. What about Kevin O'Connell? Uh, how's he not done- a coach of the year candidate, man? That guy... He's won five straight games without Justin Jefferson. Well, and a couple of them without Kirk Cousins. There you go. Uh, next up, oh, here, here's a good quarterback, Mac Jones. <laughs> Colin Cowherd has defended Ad Not. <laughs> Come on! It looks like your high school tape, Come man. On. This is listen, Mac Jones. He's not the guy. Uh, Fifteen passes completed, 170 yards. This was the lowest scoring game in the NFL this season. This is um, the one right here. You got to be kidding bro, me. That is. You got to be kidding me. I don't know me. who that's. Is that on the tight? Is that like on the athletes? That throw is back footing it, short arming it. Like you got to be kidding me on that throw. Show that last throw again. That yeah. is brutal. So here's the. Thing. And I again, I don't like bashing young people. Watch this. No, that's the first one. Yeah. That's a, that's just a miss. That's 12 yards. Well, this is this how you get is, benched. Okay, this one's lack of athletic ability. Whatever. I don't care about this one. Go to <laughs> go to this <laughs> next one. The ball this up. next one is a practice throw. Watch this. What in the? He had to have misread the. the no, no, no. The route. He didn't want to get hit. He's short arming that thing. So he gets benched for Bailey Zappi late. Now Mac did take accountability after the game. 
I always use the bye week to evaluate myself and the team and, and everything I can do better. And there's a lot of things clearly I need to do better. And I'm always going to work. Um, I know that. Just like I said, didn't play very well. And um, I've played well in my career before, but just not right now. So it'll, uh, it's peaks and valleys, but I'm kind of in a valley right now and just got to bounce back. Mm, that looks like a dude who was crying. I feel bad for him. Listen, they're, they're a reminder. New England's drafting a quarterback. Their locker room's a mess. Now, we can we can bash Zach Wilson all we want. He's the backup quarterback to Aaron Rodgers. We can bash Tommy DeVito and make fun of him. You know, He's a third stringer who probably shouldn't even be in the NFL. This is a starter. Okay? This is a three-year starter. Folks, these He's, are, he, the, for the our TV is, audience, these are 12-yard completions. I'm not asking him to throw a seam pass with Chase Young in his face. Look at, the, look at this. That is 10 yards. Yeah. I mean, come on. So, I don't think Mac Jones is a starter in the NFL. I, I think there's I, an argument to be take. made. It, I, I, the proof isn't great. So, after three years, can we officially say that the, his rookie year was an outlier? Well, that no. Was the outlier? I, think, I think what we need to say is, regardless of our opinion on Mac Jones, they're drafting another quarterback. Who, that, okay, who, it, who, who is? Bill well, Belichick or the Patriots? Because Patriots. They're going to play Bailey Zappi which gives the Giants a chance to beat him in that game here in a couple weeks. New England's going Bailey's happy. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if they just ended up having a few players that do not play in crucial moments. So New England's going to get another quarterback okay. and should. We, I'm sure we'll change our minds on this many times. It's not even Thanksgiving. Are we certain Bill Belichick is coming back? If they well, win Ian three Rappaport games. Rappaport reported, and I trust his work, that he signed an extension. Right. So I'm going to go with a long-standing, reputable reporter. I, he, these reporters, the Jay Glazer and Albert Breer and Diana Rossini, this is what they do for a living. I trust their work. They work very hard. Yeah, no, so, not, not doubting their work. I, mean, I think saying- Robert Kraft is a billionaire, not because he signs people to huge contracts, and then before it starts, they fire him. That doesn't sound like him. Mm-hmm. I think there are things they have to do, and number one is get outside the building and stop bringing back Joe Judge and Matt Patricia and get mm-hmm. some fresh eyes like Nick Saban does. Stop bringing back the same old, same old. So Kraft calls you. Cowherd, I love the show. Big fan. Yeah, uh, you know, McIntyre is amazing. Yeah. Um, what do you think I should do with Belichick? Bring him back, or what do we do? What would I do? What, Kraft I, is asking I, you. I would say I would go get Ben Johnson, and I would draft another quarterback, and I'd build a statue for Bill, and I have great respect for him. Everybody's got a time. If, if the Spurs don't get Wemby... What's Greg Popovich? He's one of out. The, He's probably not. Well, yeah, again, one of the great coaches. It doesn't diminish Michael Jordan's legacy that he ended it with the Wizards. We don't do that to players. Joe Namath ends up in another uniform or Johnny Unitas is playing out in L.A. It doesn't diminish a player. So why should I think Belichick's a bum? When Belichick had this brain trust of Brady and Dante Skarnecchia and, and whether it's Charlie Weiss or Josh McDaniel, he was the king. But it, it listen, talk show hosts and football coaches, it never ends well. You got to know when to move on. So it's like, I, I don't think less of Michael Jordan because of the Wizards. I don't, I just don't, I, I'm sorry. I know at his best what he was. This is not Bill's best. He's in his 70s. I mean, good God. I don't even like my presidents to be in their 70s, right? Like, like I know, I don't generally, I think once seven, that's, that's probably the opposite of what it is. Once seven's the first number. You know, seven, six, seven, seven, seven. Bill's in his 70s. 
Everybody lacks little energy. You tend to get stubborn if you're rich in your 70s. You tend to get stubborn if you have trophies in your 70s. You could be a politician. Things have worked. You're rich. You have your money. You have your legacy. You're not going to listen to a lot of people. Bill no longer wants to listen to a 27-year-old who's got a new idea. You can tell from his drafting. If there's ever a good time to reboot for the Patriots, just start over, start from scratch. It's when you have the number one or number two pick. Let's just bring in a new regime that's not kicking Belichick to the curb. That's just the reality. Much easier that way. Final story, Colin. By the way, I am much more concerned about my presidents than my football coaches. A little correction there. You just, just, no. Just so you know. Everybody that. understands that. Yeah. All right, final story. Big Ten suspended Jim Harbaugh for the final three games oh, of the regular this. season. Loved it. Uh, amid the alleged sign-stealing probe. He cannot be on the field for games, but he's allowed to attend practices and other team activities. So hours after news was announced, Michigan got an emotional dub over Penn State, yeah. cashed for us. Uh, after the game, Jenny Taft spoke with interim coach Sharon. <laughs> hope I said his name right. Sharon Moore about what the win meant for the team <laughs> to win on the road in this environment when there were doubts sure what does it mean to you well i thank the lord well i thank coach harbaugh i love you man I love the out of you man this is for you for this university the president our ad we got the best players best university best alumni in the country Love you guys. These guys right here. These guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Love you. That made two of us crying after that big win. I was very emotional. What if he was when he was rattling off everything? We got the best sign stealers. Oh, my bad, my bad. (laughs) I thought that it was really interesting. So Harbaugh obviously talked to the staff before the game, and I would guess he communicated with the staff during the game. Do you think it's a coincidence they didn't pass in the second half? That was Jim Harbaugh's way of saying, we're not going to elevate the conference. We're not going to put on a pretty clinic. We're going to anaconda this team. We're going to run it. We're going to do it our way. We're going to physically punish you. We're not going to throw a pass. We're going to just hammer you. We're not giving anybody a pretty picture we're not going to do any favors to the conference we're going to win 1977 style never throw a pass we're going to humiliate penn state in their stadium we don't even have to throw the ball once to crush them i thought it was a statement win by harbaugh i have a i have a feeling there's some communication he said don't pass we're going to humiliate this team we're going to go in if you're going to throw me off the sideline as i'm flying there which is outrageous is outrageous we're going to humiliate you in your stadium i first of all whether you like jim or not i don't want to hear give me all the pristine college coaches in the history of the sport woody hayes bear bryant even people we love pete carroll left with an ncaa mess Barry Switzer. I don't want to hear about all the pristine coaches. You don't have to love Harbaugh, but this is the reality of college football. The authoritarian ruler has often been the dominant college football voice my entire life. But the way they won was sending a message. It was, we're going to just lean on you for two hours. It was It's humiliating. They didn't have to throw a pass to destroy Penn State in their stadium. Penn State ended up firing their OC like after the game. Of course, that's not news because it's all about Harbaugh. I, I have I spoke to some people about the Harbaugh situation, um, and I don't, I'm wavering a little bit. We're not going to get into it now. We'll save it for later in the week. But uh, 
it, I'm less defensive of Harbaugh than I was, let's just say, Thursday, Friday. Less defensive or defending less defending, him less? less defending. Less defending. Because I was defending him heavily on here. And then some people yeah. I respect in the college football space reached out to me and were like, hey. And no, so, no. I know what he did is over the top. And I know he should be punished. That, that's not it. But don't, don't don't pretend nobody else is doing it. Don't but, pretend no, right. this isn't rampant in the sport. Now, did he go over the top? Absolutely. Okay. Why? Be- why did he go over the top? Um, why did Pete Carroll hire? No, no. A- let's stick to Harbaugh. Why did he go over the top? So there's some people that I respect a lot. Say, Let me guess. He couldn't beat Ohio State. He was sick of getting his butt kicked in the big games. Sick of not delivering when it mattered most. Well, then and I Harbaugh's would, I a would narcissist, and he said. I'm going to win at all costs. That, that, that's the alleged. I'm not okay. saying he did, but that's I, what people say. I would argue that if you look at his Harbaugh's career and you date back to pre-Michigan, anytime he's gotten great quarterback play, this is what happens. Four for four in his career. So it's not, by the way, you say ever since they started cheating, look at his numbers. They coincide with J.J. McCarthy starting. Yeah, clearly. Well, the, the, this program has been winning 10 games a year. Before the advanced scouting and before this quarterback. The same time he gets this quarterback, then everybody goes, well, they were cheat. By the way, they weren't cheating Saturday, were they? <laughs> and they're not cheating against Maryland, and they won't cheat against Ohio State. Just like Deflategate, Tom Brady, his numbers were better after Deflategate came out. So let's watch Michigan for the next four weeks. If they hammer Ohio State, what is your excuse then? Maybe they won't. I thought they'd unravel a bit more. I thought they would. I mean, I, I, I thought they'd unravel. Good God, there's just this mountain of, you know, heat, inferno all over the program. But, uh, and again, I I can see two things simultaneously. Not not unilaterally defend you on the action, but also think it's outrageous what the Big Ten did. I can think two things at once. Your news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, You may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and 
and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Tonight, the Gavit Games return to FS1 as the Big East clashes with the Big Ten. First at 6 Eastern, Michigan takes on St. John's. Then at 8.30, Xavier faces number three, Purdue. It all tips off tonight on FS1. So I'm not a fire the coach guy. I spent earlier today defending Arthur Smith and Robert Sala, but it is time for the Chargers to fire Brandon Staley. Uh, anything Detroit wanted to do, they did. That's despite the fact the GM drafted another elite pass rusher. They have three pass rushers. I could argue only the Niners have more talent in pass rushing than the Chargers. They couldn't stop the run in the first half. They couldn't stop the pass in the second half. This defense isn't getting better. Think about this. The Colts are 5-5 five and five with Gardner Minshew, Anthony Richardson, and an entirely new staff. The Texans are 5-4 and four with a new coach, a rookie quarterback, a new play caller, a new coordinator. The Jets are 4-5, and five and they're radioactive at quarterback. The Steelers are 6-3 and three with Kenny Pickett. The Vikings are 2-0 and oh with Josh Dobbs, who's been there two weeks. The Raiders are 5-5 five and five with a backup quarterback and an interim coach and an interim GM, and actually an interim quarterback, a backup. they got interims everywhere. They're 5-5 five and five in the same division. The Chargers are 4-5. and five. With this left tackle, this quarterback, Keenan Allen, three pass rushers. I mean, folks, they checked the boxes. You can't be 4-5. and five. They couldn't stop the run. They looked totally ill-equipped in the first half to stop the run. Brandon Staley said at half, we didn't bring the energy. Are you going to blame Justin Herbert for that? In the second half, he's like, well, the defense didn't get better. So you didn't bring energy first. That's an issue. Teams that lead in the NFL that score first usually win about 60% of the time, especially at home. Bring the energy. It's one thing if you travel cross country, you just did. And in the second half, they couldn't stop anything. So I know it's hard to win in this league. I'm not saying it's not hard. But if you got the quarterback, the weapon, the less tackle, Three pass rushers. The secondary could be better, but you got Derwin James, who, by the way, is he getting better? That's another sign of a coaching staff or a head coach that's not working. I've always said, whenever a coach is struggling, my first question, who's your quarterback? I got news for you. Justin Herbert's not the issue. The offense had five touchdowns on its last five drives and lost. 
that's about the defensive head coach. At least now he's acknowledging he's at fault. I didn't do a good enough job on defense for us today. Uh, that was the story. Uh, run and pass. Uh, didn't do a good enough job on, on the run game in the first half. And then in the second half, there were far too many. So um, I didn't do a good enough job for us today. Uh, again, what are you waiting for? Three years, defensive coach. The defense is worse now than it's been. What are you waiting for? Am I getting improvement? It's not the talent. Bosa, Mac, Tui, the kid from USC, they got three legitimate pass rushers. They've got active linebackers. They have a Hall of Fame level talent, Derwin James, at safety. They're not great at corner outside of the Jets. Who in the world's good at corner in the NFL? The Niners aren't. The Chiefs aren't. Who's good at corner? <laughs> I'll give you a pass. That's why they took a big swing in a corner that didn't work because everybody's trying to find a, a second legitimate corner. But at, at some point, come on. I know it's hard to win. I'm not somebody that I've defended Harbaugh. I've defended college coaches for years. I've defended Lane Kiffin. People want fired. I've defended Sark forever. You all want him run out. I defend coaches more than I probably should. This is a mess. You, you got to at least be, say what you want about Lincoln Riley. The offense isn't a problem at USC. <laughs> you know, you could say what you want about Nick Saban earlier in this year with Bama. The defense is always Nick Saban's. But come on, if you're a defensive coach, screen passes against the Chargers look like double reverses. I mean, it's just like it's amazing. Third down defense, bad. Fourth down defense, bad. Red zone defense, Sometimes good, sometimes not. But it just it's too easy. And it's a highly compensated defense. It's a highly experienced defense. Why are they in the wrong spot all the time? Like, I just, you, you got to give me an answer to some of this stuff. I don't see it, so I'd move on. What are you waiting for? Right now, in there, to, what, if, what if Denver wins tonight? I mean, you look at Denver and you think, whoo, what a tire fire. What if they win tonight? You look at the Raiders and go, what an embarrassment. Look at their record. We know what you look at the Chiefs and go, excellence. But all these tire fights, we laugh at the Raiders. We roll our eyes at the Broncos. Go look at the numbers. Go look at the records. Go look at the stats. Go look at the standings. What are you going to do? What are you going to wait for? And you got a kid, Kellen Moore. You might as well find out now, is Kellen Moore it? He was great with the Cowboys. He's been excellent with Justin Herbert. Give him a shot because this is not working. It's not working. I mean, again, I, I tend to be patient to a fault with coaches. I, I defend the Lincoln Rileys, the Harbaugh's, the Lane Kiffins, the Sarks. I defend a lot of coaches. I'm defending Robert Sala every Monday on this show. I'm defending Arthur Smith. I'm not a fire the coach guy. It's just not, they got families, they got kids. I, I, I'm not into that stuff. But this is like, in, I mean, good God. You can't have touchdown after touchdown. And I mean, it was like the Chargers were scoring quickly. The offense is like, we gave you another seven. Phew. We gave you another seven. Phew. At some point, what are you waiting for? All right, J-Mac, you're worked up on the Jets. I'm worked up on the Chargers. That was some first hour, huh? Oh, my gosh. My phone is won't stop buzzing right now. People, I got, I got, people I very even, excited, fired up for it. I don't even have the best stuff's coming up. I will say this. I'm not a huge Cleveland Brown to Sean Watson Fan, but I but oh. I will I will oh. make a case for something oh. I saw yesterday, and it is important and it does matter. And Cleveland and Deshaun Watson did it. Not just win the game, but what does it mean yeah. overall for the Browns going forward? Colin Wright, Colin Wrong on a Monday. Mark Sanchez stops by today. How'd Jordan Love do? Oh. <laughs> Let me talk about that too. 
Uh, hour two next. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.